sort of. Um, yeah, so I need to cancel the contract, and uh, it's a bit annoying. And they're free as shit anyway now, because they said it was supposed to be delivered. To... <laughs> they said it was going to be delivered to the store on Monday, and here I am, fucking Tuesday night. Still ain't got it. So I... anyway, it doesn't matter. I need to ring up and cancel. Anyway, that's my boring fucking story. No, I apologise for holding that sign up. That story turned round massively at the end and got gripping, <laughs> really, like really gripping, mate. Uh, Great that's... ending. The twist really made it. Yeah, it's like an M. Night Shyamalan film. (laughs) Right, anyway, enough of Michael's boring stories. Should we do a podcast? Yeah, then why not? See, that was me. I was channeling Nate exactly what that was what Nate would have said at that point. Right. (laughs) Ah, oh, welcome to episode nine of Frook Unwrap, the official podcast of Food Review Food Review UK. <laughs> Stumbled over the joke. Brilliant, good start. That's right, tonight you're going to sit there surrounded by sponge and showered with cream as we talk about Oh my god. I'm just it's worth mentioning that Nathan Peterson is not on the show tonight and he sent me his script. So what I'm doing is essentially reading from an auto cue that I haven't looked at before, um, <laughs> making and stumbling over horrifically inappropriate jokes. Anyway, I'm Stuart, as I'm sure you've worked out. I'm not Nathan Peterson. Uh, with Nathan being absent, it's up to me to introduce the, the two people I've got with me tonight. Um, I was struggling to think of what to say, so as always, I turned to the internet. Uh, the first person who's joining me tonight, I've got three great descriptions that I'd like to uh, I'd like to share with you. I've got uh, you look like Al from Toy Story. <laughs> um, the very simple and sweet fat wanker, and yep, finally nice one. my most recent favourite. This is so inappropriate. Obese Mong. Michael Jameson. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I've, I've, I've heard worse today. Um, yeah, no, that's that's. Pre- I like that. Some nice creativity shown there. Yeah, on display. I like what I liked yeah. particularly about that that final comment is it was actually directed uh, a three. It was a, a, the three of you, you Nathan and and David Goss, <laughs> two men, two men who have both lo- who were, who have both lost quite a lot of weight recently and really should not be targeted with with that kind of banter. And David Goss, who is not a fat man, so <laughs> no, quite irreverent humour. Anyway, how are, yeah. you, how are you, Michael? It's nice. I am relatively well, actually. Yeah, I do, I have minimal complaints today. In fact, I have some reasons to be uh, borderline happy. So that's wow. good. Wow. How are you feeling about tonight's podcast? Very sad to have lost Nate, but uh, excited <laughs> uh, to speak to Kelly again. And uh, you're here as well, Stuart. Nice one. I mean, it's a good job I haven't got a proper introduction for Kelly because you've just introduced her. Yeah, so, that's I mean, alright, I, I don't deserve one. I did have an introduction for you. I I, um, I wanted to say something nice because what Nathan does is he insults Michael and then he mm-hmm. says something nice about the guest. So I thought, what can yeah. I... I was finding it very difficult to think of anything nice that I could say about you. Understandable. Um, so I took to Twitter and I found, I think, what is one of the most poetic things that's ever been written about any human being ever. Um, these are the words of Bong Lungs. Uh, <laughs> she, she's so gang as f- my soul kind of hurt. I thought that was very poetic, so I thought I'd use those words to introduce you tonight. Oh, How are you, Carl? I appreciate it. I'm good, how are you? I'm pretty good. I haven't, spoke, I haven't spoken to you for a very long time. I think you came on the Quivia special, didn't you, while I was on holiday? 
I did. I think I think we've been apart for almost a year. It's quite uh, tragic. Well, wow. I believe I believe it's over a year since your last podcast appearance. Uh, I believe that because Nathan's written it down and all I'm doing is reading his words. <laughs> uh, so since the last time you were on the podcast, you got to meet your YouTube idol in the flesh finally. So tell us, Kelly, what was it like meeting Sam? <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, no one has ever inspired me to the levels that Sam Patrick inspires me. Correct. He's an inspiring young man. Um, yeah. I was so... Like just massive FOMO that seeing all of the videos and the photos and everything of you locked down in London. Um, you there? Wasn't I there? Why? No, why? <laughs> I said why weren't you there? <laughs> I can't remember why I wasn't there. Was I on holiday? When did you go? Oh, I was either yeah, on holiday just, or just yeah. didn't didn't want to go. Exactly, you some did? other weak yeah. excuse like that. Because you did say you would have come. We'll, we'll do an old. We'll do an open one. Like it has to happen. Yeah, it won't happen, will it? Is the transportation moved on from like horse and carriage up there? Yeah, oh. well, there's uh, the steam trains. That's quite Ooh. yeah, quite cutting okay. edge. Yeah. Um. So one, obviously, apart from getting to to meet you and spend time with all of the the fruck lot, one of the things that I missed out on was all the incredible food that you were eating. Of course. Were there any particular things from that that weekend that that have stuck with you? What were the what were the best things you had? I would probably say Serial Killer was the best experience. The Serial Cafe, eating things like what was it, cinnamon, cinnamon dusted mozzarella sticks, mm. and um, MJ's fucking neon blue glittery dip for his fried chicken. It was, it was an acid trip of a visit, but it was wonderful. I see. I, I, obviously, that place has been had uh, made the news and people have heard about it and it's mm-hmm. i'd always i think i'd always put it down as just being like a, a yeah cring, gimmick cringingly hipster mm-hmm. the, the worst things and and being a, a man of a certain age with the craft beer enthusiast with a beard i have to avoid anything that could be cringingly hipster because i'm, I'm treading a fine line um, <laughs> so i was really surprised when i saw that you guys were raving about it so much I mean, considering I... considering I am a cringeworthy hipster, I knew I would like it. But I think I think we were all quite impressed by how it was. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't really hyped for it because I like cereal, but I, I I don't think I really got the point of the the whole. Like, I thought it was basically just cereal. Yeah. Didn't realize they had their own cereals, which were really cool. But more more the the hot stuff like. Um, and again, even like before ordering, I was like, yeah, it does sound amazing, but I think it will probably be a gimmick. But that chicken was fucking incredible. Yeah. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, would 100% go back again and order. I think we got like three chicken strips. Oh, God, I'd order five. Really? Um, yeah. What? So nice. Yeah. Wow. Incredible stuff. Um, the other thing that, that's happened since since you were last on the podcast is you uh, you finished your law degree. And you've started. Uh, you started your training contract now, have you? Then I have. So you're on the way is... to becoming yeah. a an uh, actual lawyer, law person. An actual lawyer, law person. Do you have to go <laughs> when you become a law person? Do you have to mm-hmm. become a lawyer, or can you choose other kinds of law person, like, for example, sheriff or bounty hunter? Or have you? Have you? Are you down <laughs> a path that that you've got to go down now? I honestly think I would make a great sheriff because I have the absolute 
zero tolerance policy that people like that have but no sadly my line of work is quite linear at the moment i can't go straight to judge i can't go straight to kicking doors doing to get property back but it's a shame because i mean sheriff obviously there's the power that comes with it but there's also the mm -hmm. chap there's the chaps as well chaps Um, that big fetching gold badge yeah a big Mm -hmm. big badge and a pair of chaps (laughs) obviously there are other there are other kind of walks of life that you can go into if you if you really need chaps in your life but Mm-hmm. Uh, law's just one of them. Uh, right. I mean, I, I, I do that on the side, but people usually have to pay me for that. Oh, so. dear. Isn't it, what's, the, what's this? Uh, this this is something I've noticed quite a lot on Twitter recently. Lots Only of, fans. Yes. Got, <laughs> how, how, how does Twitter get away with being quite so full of filth? I think it's because Tumblr stopped it. I don't know if you were on tumblr much i don't know if you were that level of emo that i was but uh tumblr was the place to go if you wanted some alter some alternative pernal <laughs> oh picked it up just by proxy wow we froze them we did uh yes you are yeah. actually on my screen only you froze really not my yeah, yeah sort of I'll be my internet one. Never mind. Uh, right. Okay, Kelly. So since you were on the last time, uh, you did Random Questions Season 1. So it's time <laughs> for Random Questions Season 2. So Nathan Bring has sent me the questions. There are 10 questions. And what I need from you are three numbers between 1 and 10. And you can give me them all at once. Or you can give me them one at a time and see how you feel. It's entirely up to you. I will do them all at once. I will take two, six, and nine. Two, six, nine. Oh, Jesus. No, what, what, what's the problem, Michael? <laughs> 69. Oh, immature. Immature. How many people do you need for that? You need two. Oh, well. Unless <laughs> it's all in the math. Unless you're very imaginative <laughs> or very flexible. Um, what <laughs> is your favourite sandwich? Oh. Sort of just answered it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, a tuna meal. <laughs> oh god, disgusting! <laughs> I um, I can't stand tuna, tin like tin tuna. Yeah, it, it stinks. Yeah, everyone around you hates it. Everyone around you, oh my god, everyone around you hates you for eating it. But it's it's great. It's salty. It's too strong. It's fantastic. I don't get, you know, when people say they don't like fish, but they like tuna because it's not fishy. For me, like, having, it, it strikes me as being the fishiest it's, it's, of yeah, fish. It's, it's, yeah. Stronger. Yeah. Um, I've, I've actually, this fairly interesting fact that certainly won't uh, surprise anyone. I've only ever had tuna in tuna fish cakes. Right. So, like, you've never had it in a sandwich or oh, a bake? No. A baked. I was about to say a baked no. tatty. Forgot who my market is. A jacket potato. No, sounds ter- <laughs> sounds terrifying to be honest. Even yeah. though that is what a fish cake is, actually, yeah, that's weird. I'm not. Exactly. Sh- I'm not sure I've ever actually ever actually eaten tin tuna. I've had raw tuna. I've had. I must In have sushi had... or just yeah, like sushi, sashimi. Just like eating, just no, out, diving, out diving, diving into and the sea and biting hungry. things. Yeah, full <laughs> um, on golem. <laughs> and, and and I've had tuna steak, but um, oh, tuna steak's good. 
Yeah, not not a big tuna fan. And certainly tin tuna. No, thank you. Uh, right. What's the weirdest animal? Number six. What's the weirdest animal you've eaten slash would like to eat? You can answer both parts of that question if you'd like. The weirdest animal I've ever eaten is a guinea pig. Right. <laughs> uh, was uh, this in South America? No. or? It was in South America. Streets of Aberdeen. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> what's, what's that like then? Um... Guinea Imagine basically the toughest, chewiest, gamiest meat possible. Oh god! As a nugget, deep fried. That's what it was like. Oh, that sounds awful. It was awful. Mm. It was bad, but <sighs> was starving, so ate it. <laughs> Have you eaten rabbit? Yes. See, I would imagine that guinea pig isn't too dissimilar to rabbit because they're basically the same animal, aren't they? Yeah, it was a lot tougher than rabbit. Yeah. Probably similar in flavour, though. It still has that kind of, like, I don't want to say grassy, but, you know, there's that kind of taste you get from rabbit. Mm. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to eat? Any animals that you've so far failed to eat, but you would like to eat? I would like to eat shark meat. Yeah? That's fairly yeah. doable, isn't it? That's probably fairly doable. It just seems like it just seems hard as fuck, like to tell someone you've eaten a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to do it. What's What's the weirdest thing you've eaten, then, MJ? Because you're like notoriously soft when it comes to food. Yeah. <laughs> probably, uh, like chicken. Um, really? No, no. Uh, I've had pheasant. Um, no, was it pheasant? Uh, pigeon. I think I've had. Pigeon's good. <laughs> I think that's. Good. I don't like game. I don't like the gamey taste. So, um, not even yeah. like venison. Um, I think I've had venison once or twice. That's probably as far as I'd go. I don't like the really. St- I really didn't like borderline couldn't stomach pigeon. It was way too strong a stronger yeah. meat flavor for me. It was just mm. not not my game. Oh, hey, <laughs> is there MJ? Are there any? Like, are there are there any more niche meats that you would be keen to try? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to try shark as well. Actually, um, I haven't had many of the. I don't believe I've had monkfish, oh, uh, which monkfish is supposed is to be yeah, monkfish a is really meatier good. fish, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that they say similar things about shark and swordfish and whatnot. Have you had? Have you not um, had swordfish? No. Swordfish again is very good. Yeah. Interesting. Is it is it strong? Um, no. 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 Nice. It's okay. somewhere between like chicken and haddock. It's just a pleasant, <laughs> oh, <interesting>. weird, yeah, <laughs> disgusting hybrid fish with wings. Amazing. <laughs> I've I've had most meats that I want to. <laughs> yeah, there's not there's not many. Don't tell your them. wife. Uh, moving on. Did you say number nine? You did, didn't you? I did. The deadest, most pointless question in the world: Who would win in a fight, Tony the Tiger or the Honey Monster? Oof. <laughs> I think the honey monster would win. Incorrect. I know I know this has been discussed, but I wasn't present for the discussion and if you gave me half an hour I could put forward a good legal case for the honey monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Tony the Tiger is all show. I think he's all he's all bark and no bite. Wow. Wow, I could not disagree with you more. Could not disagree with you more. They don't call the honey monster a monster for nothing. Let's let's face it though, they're both just sugar coated. (laughs) 
I thought that oh. I'd get a sign. Didn't really get anything. Yep, no. that was good. That was poor. You killed the item, Michael. Well done. Oh. Absolutely killed the item. Um, right. So we're talking about cake, which I suppose is uh, very apt, given that most people will know you as Maverick Baking. Uh, mm-hmm. So, as always, I think we need to start off on this cake cake trip. Don't know what I'm saying there. I will start off on this cake cake trip, this cake journey, this <laughs> great British vacation. Cake, vacation. Oh, that's the one. We'll Swiss st- rollout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> Should we stop making up puns and play some quivia? <laughs> oh. Yes. Right, so I have got, I have, I, I have spent a tremendous amount of time writing these quivia questions tonight. I have, I'm not just reading out the questions that Nathan Peterson sent to me. Uh, we've got five questions. We're gonna go in the order. Uh, Kelly answers first, uh, then MJ first. So Kelly gets to go first thrice. And MJ gets to go first twice. We'll start with question number one. This is Kelly first. Which part of your body is also the Latin word for cake? Um, (laughs) Tongue? Tongue. I have no idea. (laughs) Mooj, what would you like to say? Torso. The torso. The torso. So, okay. Question number two. We all love cake for our birthday, but what <laughs> is the, but what is the world record for candles on a cake? Number of candles, actually. Oh, yeah, the, the, Rel- relative to age or just in general? I can tell you that it is not relative to the age of the person. I can tell you the age of the person if you'd like to know. Yeah, this why was, not? This was for someone's 85th birthday. Okay, so it's going to be more than 80. Yeah, so my first answer, number of candles. Number? The world, yeah, the the question was, what's the world record for candles on a cake? And I think it's it's to do with the number of candles on there. Yes, it is, Michael, you're right. What is that that number? Oh, you want the number? Yes, I do. Oh, sorry. Um, Let's say the cake was probably this big. Which is probably like I would say it could be fucking anything. Like Close, I'm thinking closest like fifth, one gets the point. Fifth, like sixteen hundred seems quite sensible, but I'm sure they've gone over and fucking aboard. Uh, like something fucking stupid and bloody, frankly hazardous. Um, <laughs> as thirty thirty four hundred, ridiculous. Wow, incredible scenes, Kelly. Um. 3,399. One less. One One less. less. One less. The SB technique. Okay. 
interestingly enough, I got called out for that on the Man vs. Fat podcast this week, where Roman Conrad, one of the presenters on Man vs. Fat, called me out for, for taking quizzes too seriously and one-upping or one-undering people. Uh, right, question three. According to an old superstition, what would putting a fruitcake under your pillar make you dream of? That was pillar. That's the pillar that you sleep pillar. on rather than the, the pillar. pillar The pillar that, that's like a supporting <laughs> archi- archi- architectural feature. Um, well, in nature. I don't know. Your, your future husband it seems like something old-fashioned that women would talk about. And uh, this is, is this again the closest answer wins? Isn't right. It? <laughs> <laughs> Your current um, husband. <laughs> uh, I I believe it's birds. Yeah. Birds. Yeah, the animal of bird. Amazing. <laughs> um, question four: The oldest intact cake dates back to which year? Oh. Oh. Uh, and this goes to MJ first. Vaguely recall this might have been on Bake Off or something. Closest wins. Speaking of Bake Off, can I just say that it's ridiculous that we are doing a cake podcast on the night when yeah. Bake Off is on the television. I, I fully agree, but I was too polite to complain until now. Hmm. And uh, I, I think Stuart, Stuart, what was the name of the Transylvanian woman? Um, Helena. Helena. So Spanish. Stuart. Stuart, oh, she's Spanish. Stuart, <laughs> Stuart coining her nickname "What We Bake in the Shadows" is, I think, probably the funniest thing I've heard in in several months. That is hilarious. I didn't, I didn't say that though. I thought you did. Did I? Credit Stuart. I might, oh, I might have done. I don't think I did. You definitely. I mean, someone said it, and I've been using it. Every- <laughs> I'm sure it was you. She um, was. She was. When I first saw her, I put her, and then I found out that she she called herself a witch, and I thought, oh, she's going to be insufferable. And I've, I've, she's been my absolute favourite thing about Bake Off this year it. because she, yeah. she is just completely and utterly like legitimately bonkers, and I really enjoy uh, how much Noel has enjoyed having her on as well because he obviously is legitimately nuts, uh, and the two of them were great value together. Yeah, Agreed. shame. Spoilers. It's a shame. Spoilers. On. I haven't actually seen last week. I wow. do know. I do know that happened. But mm. need anyway, to catch up. Uh, the answer cake. to the question is: It is uh, funny enough. It's actually what's the old queen? Was it Victoria? Uh, it's Victoria's <laughs> inauguration cake. Uh, it was something called a. Fl- it was something called a flat lard. A flat la- flat lard layer cake. Um, and yes, there's still a slice remaining. I believe it's uh, refrigerated in the Tower of London. <laughs> what year? What year did, was that from, Michael? I need to name the year. Uh, so, can I Google when she was in power? No. No. Uh, no Eighteen. I, I know when she died. Oh, ninety. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nineteen. Twelve. Nineteen oh nine. Kelly, is it nineteen oh eight or nineteen ten? It's nineteen oh eight. Oh no! <laughs> uh, right, final question for Kelly first. Known for making exceedingly good cakes, in which year was the Mister Kipling brand introduced? Nineteen 
65. Mooch? Was genuinely going to say about 65, so I'll say 66. Do you want a little bonus question? Yes. Always. For a bonus point, in what year was the namesake of the Mr. Kipling brand, Mr. Kipling, born? <laughs> Ooh. Um, 1925. Really? Gave him some time to perfect his recipes. 40 years. I reckon 33 years, so if I said 66, uh, 1933? Wow. Wow. Right, I've got no idea who's won. Should we go through the answers? Yeah, let's yes. do it, mate. Uh, question one. Which part of your body is also the Latin word for cake? It's the most edible part of the body. The placenta. Oh. Mm. So uh, I'm going to give MJ... I mean, technically you said what part of your body. It's not a part of any of our bodies. How uh, Michael may have a placenta, for all you know, in his fridge. <laughs> Just... Just st- <laughs> yeah, he's still got his placenta from when he was born. He's oh. saving it for a special occasion. Oh. I don't really. I I know only the slightest amount about placentas to be able to get this. Do you know that Kim Kardashian made hers into pills, apparently, and took them like daily because they're meant to be good for your skin? That's <laughs> a, that's a common thing, isn't it? That's quite um, common. I believe sure it's common. No, <laughs> no, that is common. I, th- I think in, in in nature, the the eating of the placenta is reasonably common in some animals, <laughs> and there are some people who do eat their placenta. I don't mm. think it's common, Michael. Placenta to made, or to have it made into pills—that's even creepier. Yeah. One point seven five million results. It's I mean, common. It's common. I've I've heard about that's like one of the main facts about placenta. <laughs> Placenta pills. Placenta facts 101. (laughs) Literally, there's a website about it, mate. I mean, I know there's a website about fucking everything, but um, nah, mate, all the placenta pills. I buy them. So we're currently 0 0 on the quiz. Let's move on. Um, We all love cake for our birthday, but. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, do you reckon you can buy placenta? Do you reckon there must be people who sell it? Oh, full um, of placentas, mate. Get that on Frog Buddies next time. <laughs> trying to think. I, I have seen a food review. Uh, yeah, that's it. Reckless, eat, <clears throat> Reckless Eating did their friends one. Wasn't even their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they did it. Wow. So we, we, you just need a pregnant person? Uh, sister-in-law. If you give me, like, nine months... I might be able to help. (laughs) (laughs) Beggar, beggar cracking. (laughs) Oh, right. We all love cake for our birthday, but what's the world record for candles on a cake? Uh, Kelly said, uh, Michael Michael said 3,400. Kelly went one less. It was 72,585. So MJ gets the point. Um, that, That is genuinely hazardous. It was achieved by Ashrita Furman and the Sri Chinmoy Centre at the Sri Chinmoy Centre in New York uh, on the 27th of August 2016. It was created in celebration of meditation teacher Sri Chinmoy's life on what would have been his 85th birthday. And it took a team of 100 people to do it. I'm not sure that counts as a birthday cake if it's a birthday it, cake for someone who's dead. He wasn't even alive. 
Yeah. Yeah. Who fucking blew it out? Actually, I call shenanigans then. I'm going to say that that question is null and void. It's a bad question, Nathan <laughs> Peterson, so MJ does not get the point. Okay. Uh, I mean, ha- that this feels like sort of a bit too much. It feels, it feels like you question like power. You're questioning the rules of the quiz, or. I don't. Surely you're not questioning that's... the rules of the quiz. Well, in some quizzes, you're allowed to question the rules. Oh, can't, I mean, I've just done an airplane quote, and oh no, it was naked. Was it naked gun? Surely, yeah, I think... it's not airplane. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, surely you can't be serious. Is an airplane airplane quote, but that's not what you said. So. Uh, well, I was paraphrasing it to make it an airplane quote. So, so uh, is that uh, para- paraphrasing it beyond recognition, mate? Bo- bonus point for me in the MJ quiz. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, let's move on to question three. According to an right. old superstition, what would putting a fruitcake under your pillar make you dream of? Uh, Kelly said your future husband, and Michael said birds. Arguably, <laughs> both correct, because it's the person you would marry. So, for Kelly, obviously, the person she would marry would be a future husband, and for Michael... Fucking hell, that's... Birds, isn't it? You know. Oh, I think Kelly's a bit more specific. Yeah, isn't she? <laughs> How did you... It could could have been anything. How did you even get that? Because old wives' tales are always either about like having company over people not liking it or your future husband. Because women had been, oh. right, I'm not getting I'm not getting into feminism at this time of night, but yeah. That's, <laughs> That's all we had, you know? You would think uh wait, sorry, that was about sorry, what was the second thing that you said? What old wives' tales are you always about? <laughs> well, like, the the other one that hate. comes to mind is when you drop silverware, it means you're going to get company. So, like, somebody's going to show up at your house if you drop silverware. <laughs> it's apparently a thing. Yeah, I've never heard that before, Kyle. I might maybe a Scottish thing. You're not an old wife, are you? I don't know. It's 2019. I can be anything I want to be. Right. <laughs> the oldest intact cake dates back to which year? Kelly said, Michael said 1909. Kelly went one less, 1908. You were both very, very close. It was 1898, and it is completely... Michael's story about a slice of Queen Victoria's lard layer cake exactly is right. nonsense. This exactly. is a fully, it's a fully intact, full cake. Um, there is one crack in the icing, which was caused by a bomb during World War II. So I think, <laughs> I think we can forgive the cake. It's one Shite crack bomb. for surviving through uh, the Blitz. But yeah, especially about that. When- they Does just it not say what it? kind of cake it is? I'm guessing it'll be a fruit cake. Yeah, because they can last forever anyway. Be, Bombs I'm, or not. I mean, regardless of whether it's edible, I don't think anyone's going to be having a slice of it anytime soon, are they? You'd have to be a fucking fruit cake to keep it that long. Great, that Michael. Well done. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so we are currently, Kelly is on two, Michael is on zero. And Mr. Kipling, so in which year was the Mr. Kipling brand introduced? This was, you were so close here. Um, Kelly, you said 1965. Michael went uh-huh. one more. It was 1967. Like, so ridiculously close. <laughs> but Michael had you on the one more, which means that Kelly has got two points. Michael has got one with our bonus question. Will it have an impact? It will not have an impact because Mr. Kipling never existed. He's a fictional character. <gasps> so, therefore, he was never born. He is a lie. The man is a lie. 
<laughs> Mr. Kipling tells exceedingly big lies. That's what he does. So, can I, can I, I should just clarify as well. My score is technically two brackets minus one, sort of. Um, no, it's it's not that I took a point off you. It's that I took the, I took the question out of the quiz. So I didn't penalise you, Michael. I penalised the quiz. That's so awarded me the point first, though, didn't you? But that was that was Nathan, you that's, it... that was Nathan Peterson's fault, though, because <laughs> I hadn't read through. He's, I mean, he's literally written an essay. So for, if for this... Kel had won the point, it would have. Stayed in, I'm guessing. No, nope. absolutely it not. It still would have gone out. No, okay. yeah, I mean the question was the question is absolutely well, no, you, absolute mate. nonsense. There's, yeah, it's a bigger that question was a bigger lie than than Mr. Kiffling. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that's Quivier out of the way. I'm never going to look at Mr. Kipling the same way again. I, I feel so hurt. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with. Why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Whee! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossie some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. In tr- true story, true story, one of my friends, her father used to be like the, the boss of Mr. Kipling. Oh, he, wow. he was essentially the real life Mr. Kipling. His name isn't <laughs> his name isn't Mr. Kipling, but his name's Mr. Hilton. <laughs> Doesn't have quite the same ring to it, does it? He's come down in the world after the hotels. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was. My friend yeah. is Paris Hilton. So, <laughs> whatever happened to Paris Hilton? She just she was everywhere, How wasn't she? How dare you? She has like a new album coming out this year. What? Is I'm she... not joking. She's I think she's actually releasing new music soon. Oh my god! I have a friend who's like weirdly still into the whole Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan golden age of those paparazzi shots of people coming out of cars with no pants on. So I'm I'm kept quite up to date with my Paris Hilton news. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I'll tell you, tell you someone else who's still into Paris Hilton, Rick Salomon. Oh that my God! That one, two, or three? She had more than one. Really? Um, Are you, is this a night in Paris? One, or another, yeah, one, another classic volume. <laughs> wait, one. Well, hang on, one night in Paris. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, Michael's on the internet did I, again. Did I realise it was a proper porno? What did you think it was? Like a leak. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a kind of... Um, it was an engineered leak, wasn't it? So Right, okay. Like Kim Kardashian's one. Yeah. So it wasn't particularly... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember ever properly seeing it. Was it particularly... I assume it wasn't particularly explicit. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Kelly? I think I've seen stills from it. I don't think I've watched it. I've seen Kim Kardashian's one. Oh yeah, is that any good? It's very, it's very posed. And she stops uh, halfway I mean, through she, to like, take a placenta pill. Yep. <laughs> Do you see a placenta in it? <laughs> oh. Right. Should we move, anyway, move on from sex, sex tapes? <laughs> right. Question. Right. The, Nathan Peterson's questions. Are you ready? This is the cake. The cake subject. Question wow. number one. Question number one. This is an absolutely belting question from Nathan. What is a cake? And then he's put, <laughs> to clarify, i.e., cheesecake. 
So he's given me an example of a cake there. Oh, interesting. What, what constitutes cake? I thought about this for way too long. And I've come to the conclusion that literally everything is a cake because it doesn't need <laughs> eggs, <laughs> it doesn't need flour, it doesn't need butter, it doesn't need sugar, and it doesn't even need to be baked to be a cake. So um, my conclusion is everything is a cake. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is that cake that you're eating now, Michael? Uh, that is a cake that holds headphones. Yeah, yep. a headphone cake. I mean, you know, urinal cakes... We could oh. go. We could oh, go. urinal cakes are fantastic. <laughs> if they're nice ones, they smell really nice and they cover up the smell of piss. <laughs> Would you be prepared to to eat a fresh, not obviously one that you fished out, but a fresh, uh, yeah. a fresh urinal cake or your rice cake? Why obviously not one of them? Oh, extra flavour. Um, texture. Uh, no, I don't. I believe that would be very detrimental to wanting to live. I assume it would be very dangerous to eat. Do you think they're, are they bleach? What, what's in them? Gotta have something like that. <laughs> I mean, usually it's an equal quantity of flour, butter, and sugar. So <laughs> <laughs> and bleach. And bleach. <coughs> and cheese, it's all right. It's cheesecake cake. Well, yes. Talking, does it belong in there, or is it a dessert that shares the name? It's a cake. Uh, in my mind, if I think of cake, I am thinking very specifically of a sponge. Like, that's just me. What about uh, a tort? A... Is a tort a cake? Yes. Uh, is that is that like the very like, light sponge? It's like, no, it's like a mousse, isn't it? I suppose almost mm-hmm. a tort. So it's like a mousse like... cake. Yeah, like sacker tort, which is just yeah. like a really kind of like dense chocolate cake. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, again, I, I'm I'm happy to accept that it may well be, but it's not what I in my brain think of. Is is an ice cream cake a cake? Yes. Um, yes. Clues in the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> right now that we've now that we've clarified what what actually is a cake, what are the best cakes? Wow. What are the best cakes? Go on, Kel. My favourite cake on the planet is one that's, well, it's called a Janduya cake. So instead of flour, you use roasted ground hazelnuts. It's just pure filth. It takes like three hours to make, but it's so, so worth it. Other than that, your classics, lemon drizzle cake, absolute belter, carrot cake. Absolute belter. Right. What else did I write down here? A proper dirty chocolate cake is an absolute belter. A banana cake is an absolute belter. Mm. And very recently, a good one I had, we had one of the um, Macmillan Coffee Morning Bake Sales uh, in the office and someone brought in a chocolate Guinness cake and I forgot just how bloody good they are. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a Guinness cake. It's... Every bit as good as it sounds. And it's black with just white icing on top, so it looks like a pint of Guinness. Wow. Did you say the Gianduya was hazelnut or almond? Hazelnut. Hazelnut. It's like a Prali vibe, isn't it, Gianduya? Yeah. That sounds fucking incredible. It's it's basically a a cake that tastes like the sexiest Nutella you've ever had. (laughs) Have you had the lint chocolate spread before? Yes. It's basically that. But oh. as a cake, it's just utter filth, and it's wonderful. Oh. I love 
like that kind of praline mm-hmm. flavour. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of hazelnuts as I don't mind hazelnuts, that whole hazelnuts in things and what have you. But when they are with chocolate, that is one of my favourite flavours. Yeah. Insane. Uh, Michael, what are you saying for best cakes? I love Victoria um, Sponge. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not actually a massive fan of um, chocolate cakes. Um, I think they just they tend to be quite one dimensional in flavour. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can not be good. Ones, yeah, yeah, uh, they can be good. Um, but my favourite kind are tend to be like toffee cakes, like um, like the Thornton's one that's discontinued. Yeah, literally <laughs> correct. There, there is a similar one that is in stores now, which I have that of from my. Uh, if anyone's not heard this anecdote before, you clearly not listened to more than two episodes of the podcast. <laughs> um, I used to for my birthday, I used to get the Thornton's chocolate and toffee cake. So it's a toffee flavor sponge with toffee buttercream and toffee sauce in the middle, and it was covered in chocolate. Uh, they now do a similar one, which is basically not covered in chocolate, and I don't think it's got the same it's just called the sticky, sticky toffee cake or something i think yeah, yeah it's still really nice because the sponge is the same and that yeah. is one of the one of the, the great things about it is it's a really strong flavor toffee sponge have um, you and ever then... tried remaking it yourself wow like no. a video or something um fucking hell no that is effort in it mm. <laughs> i I, I do not find though, like Michael, you're a, you're a, you're a reasonable cook. You you cook a lot. You do you do take a lot of pride in your cooking. There's a big difference between being comfortable and confident cooking meals and baking. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that people are obviously we know quite a few people that are exceptional bakers. So Kelly, obviously, Rich, quite a few, two people. Um, <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think people that can that can bake often don't realize how how bad all the people are at baking like <laughs> like I, I i can't get anywhere near making a a really nice cake it's just practice though like you know you're not you're not born whipping royal loosen royal <laughs> you're not <laughs> royal loosen <laughs> the accent let me put it back in its box you're not born whipping royal icing straight out the womb. <laughs> like it's just it's <laughs> it's practice. You do like the, the first like hundred cakes you make will probably look shite, but you just need to practice it. And plus, you get to eat it afterwards. So, like, why would you not? What what one of what, the? Go on, MJ. One of the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the elements that fascinates me this is true in regards to cooking as well but possibly more so towards baking is that the you you really need to know the science behind what you're doing yeah. like yeah. um and that's something that that i see a hell of a lot more on youtube now and which i'm very thankful for but it's something that's so fucking absent from 99 of recipes yeah. is that it'll be like oh yeah add the baking soda now right why why exactly See, now i know what baking soda does but only because i fucking youtubed it um yeah not enough recipes explain (laughs) why you're doing things and then when you know why you're doing things you know why something might go wrong yeah um you said there kelly that your first hundred cakes will look terrible like that that's very telling so for you i want a ratio what's important in a cake uh looks versus taste ratio please is it a fifth 
a 50-50 or a one-to-one or is it like honestly 90% taste 10 percent looks because you'll find some of everyone's favorite cakes like stuff that their granny makes or stuff that their mum makes or you know something that someone in the office makes will not look exceptional but you love it it tastes good there's thought has gone into how it's going to taste a lot of these cakes you see on instagram some of them will taste fantastic but they're made to look good so they're refrigerated or they're frozen so that things can be molded and shaped in a certain way or made perfectly smooth it's yeah i'm all all about how it tastes that's what it's there for you know yeah 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 definitely did you sorry did you give me your best cakes mj or did you just um yes the Thornton's one. I did want to mention that they, a few years ago they did the basically the bucket version of the the cake that I used to get, which was just mini bites and yeah. squares. You can watch a review on YouTube. But then I gave it. I saw. I can't remember in the end if I gave it product of the year, if or, or if I said I was gonna fucking give it product of the year. But they discontinued the bastard. Um, such an annoying decision because obviously it's because it didn't sell well. <laughs> And it didn't sell well because people are fucking stupid. The way you talk about this cake and the fact that your top two cakes are the same cake <laughs> in different sizes suggests that you've never ever tasted another cake. So I should also say I really like uh, cakes with fresh cream in. Really? Oh, yeah. Fresh cream sponge cakes. Mm. I I think I I I love. Uh, like you said, Michael, some t- chocolate cakes are often the most disappointing things. Yeah. Um, I love a chocolate pean- and peanut butter style cake. So when nice. it's my birthday, I will often request that my wife make me some kind of chocolate and peanut butter cake. Be that this year she made me like an immense Snickers cake. Um, oh. Not no actual Snickers in it. It was just homemade salted caramel, peanut butter... Um, frosting stuff and like chopped up peanuts and everything. It was a really, really, really good and like rich, rich chocolate sponge. Um, but I am a, a massive advocate of the the bastion of nineteen seventies entertaining the Black Forest Gatto. Yes, oh, yeah, a, such a great that the cherries, chocolate, and and fresh cream combination is. In t- insane, insane. Cherry it's, and chocolate uh, go together so well. It's quite sad that it is considered so like naff and retro because it is. It's genuinely so good. Oh, and I, I'm sure we're all familiar with the. I can't fucking wait any longer. I'm just going to put up with a crunchy cake because you've not let it defrost situation. Speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, speaking of frozen cakes, I don't. I, MJ, you certainly will remember this brand. I don't know whether you will. Sarah Lee. Well, what happened to Sarah Lee? What has happened to Sarah Lee as a brand? It was everywhere from Mike Kelly's pulling, and I don't know what this old man is talking is about. Is this? Place. I thought you were going to say an Arctic roll. That's the only like frozen cake I can think of. Is that? No, no so it was a fr- it was a brand of frozen desserts. So they they had like a, a double chocolate gato or black forest. They used to do a they used to do a dessert. There was an apple Danish bar, which was essentially a kind of filthy strudel and they were it was this it was this red red packaging with white writing and it was everywhere through the 1980s and i think into the 90s and then maybe 20 20 years ago or something just seemed to completely disappear and sarah lee was the king or the queen of the the frozen 
the frozen dessert, you know, the cook at home frozen dessert, and disappeared. Like, it seems so strange that such a yeah. predominant brand yeah. would disappear. I've never, ever heard of that. They were before. good as well. Those Apple Days yeah. oh, were, were amazing. They were amazing. Yeah. Like, if you were getting a Black Forest Gatto, it, 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 it was Sarah a Sara Lee one. Sarah Lee, yeah. Like, yeah. Simple. Yeah. Really good cakes. Remind yeah. me to look that up afterwards because it's something I've genuinely never heard of, but yeah. I'm sad that I didn't experience yeah. such a thing. They were really good. Sa- Sa- is it Sara Lee or Sara Lee? Because it's, it's spelled Sara Lee, wasn't it? But everyone pronounces I, it I think it's Sara Lee. I, want, I wonder if I saw an advert, maybe. It yeah, makes maybe. me think that. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to watch adverts before streaming and, and recording? Fuck. Sky Go's been trying to fucking force me some of them when I'm watching on Catch Up recently. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Watching Taskmaster the other day, and it tried shoving three adverts in my so, eyes. You were watching what? Ta- Taskmaster. Right. <laughs> right. Why? Is that the same thing as Taskmaster? Why do you say Taskmaster, but you Task. say bastard like a northerner? Because bastard Task. saying it like a northern person's got more emotion behind it. It means more. Southerners are devoid of emotion. Precisely. And... If you're gonna say it, you might as well sound like Sean Bean. So, <laughs> how do you say pasta? Pasta. Pasta. Can I have a bowl of pasta, please? <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my friends, when I was a kid, was gonna to go to Bath University, and his father forced him to uh, to learn to pronounce Bath as Bath, so that he wouldn't be ridiculed when he went there. <laughs> Yeah, that's correctly, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. Uh next next item on the cake menu. Oh, I'm terrible at hosting podcasts. Oh, great, mate. That's good. I can't that's believe great. he sold us out to go dogging. <laughs> that, oh, that, was the gist, that was the gist I can't of what I got from the text. <laughs> uh right. Toppings. Toppings. I've got I've got an I've got four options for you here. Five options. Icing. Uh, which itself is, can can be broken down into, for example, you've got the royal oozing, you've got the hard, you know, the hard oozing, uh, marzipan, uh, buttercream, oh. cream cheese, other. May I may I uh, go on a slight meander, which will meander back to the subject. Uh, apparently, your local B and M stores are selling mint and marzipan flavour after eight. Check it out. No. Um, yeah. yeah, apparently that's the thing. Would try. Yeah, w- desperately want to try. I mean, I like, um, I do like marzipan, but I'm not sure I want it with mint. I like mint. I like marzipan. But which is better? There's only one way to find out. Fight! Brilliant. For a terrible moment then, before I realised you were doing Harry Hill, I thought you were doing uh, pen, pineapple, apple pen, or whatever it is. <laughs> I got some mint. I got some marzipan. <laughs> marzipan mint. Oh, I don't really know that. Do you not, do you not know that reference? Lime and coconut, is that? No. Oh, pineapple pen. Pineapple no. pen? You don't know pineapple no. pen? No, I don't know what? that one. How Yeah. How do I know it and you don't know that it? Memes. Yeah, you're is, that, a, is, that, you're is that in Fortnite? You're a YouTube Is that man. memes? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't play I don't 2019. Play Oh. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Right, what are you putting on top of cakes? Um, absolute god tier icing is Swiss meringue buttercream icing. Yeah, oh. it's 
it yeah basically that noise that's all you need that yes. and um chocolate ganache preferably whipped so that it's like fluffy filth instead of just straight up filth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um uh yeah i've had uh, i was lucky enough to, i can't terrible friend so i don't remember what it was now but i'm fortunate enough to have had Rich's Swiss meringue buttercream on top of a it was a cake of some mm-hmm. description. Um, I, I I even think it was a birthday present to me. So it is horrifying that I don't. Oh, lie! I do remember what it is. Fine. I think it was a birthday present for Claire. They I think it was like a Swiss meringue Nutella and mint cakes, mini cakes, and they were fucking divine. Um, I actually like quite a high ratio of sponge twicing so i'm quite happy to not have anything on the cake really i uh, like i'm one of those people who enjoys a a well-topped cake i'm a i'm a big fan of the costco cake oh Uh, my god one one of the reasons being particularly the 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 rectangular cakes with the thick intensely sweet icing what is that icing it fucking... is mostly vegetable fat yeah, and sugar. Yeah, yeah just Shortening. whipped, whipped um, fat. You've seen um, my video, right? I believe I have. Yeah. yeah. That was a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, so a couple, good couple of years, I think. Because it, it's, it's exactly um, as you say. I, you can And you can see the list of ingredients, and there's nothing in there that says, like, oh, th- that's obviously what the flavour is. But the taste is like this amazing, sweet, artificial... It's like like vaguely associated with vanilla, but not quite vanilla. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on fondant icing, like the hard stuff you can peel off? It's fine, isn't it? Like I quite like, because I'm an old man, I do quite like a, a, a Christmas cake, you know, with the layer yeah. the layer of marzipan and the and the fondant icing on there. Um but I I wouldn't necessarily, ch- I, I wouldn't necessarily choose it over other things. Um, like when you get those birthday cakes that are just a, you know, like a jam sponge with a, yeah. with a fondant, like an an emoji cake or whatever, and it's just got yeah. the, the fondant icing on it. You're like, it's fine in small measures to, for to have a piece of a small, steal a piece of a small child's birthday cake. But <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose it. I'd be. I wouldn't be excited about eating that cake. It would just oh. be, it would be functional cake. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I um when I was a when I was a kid, my best friend used to hate cake but love the icing, and I was the other way around. So whenever we got like party bags, I would give I would just peel off the icing and give it to him, and he would give me the cake because I hated uh, fondant uh, that much. I, that has got to be in a coming of age film. That is a lovely, <laughs> lovely little scene. Uh, how do you feel about fondant icing now then? I like yourself. I'll eat it if it's on a Christmas cake or if it's functional cake, like you said, it's there to serve a purpose, and that is theft from small children. Yeah, I'm fully on board with it, but I hate working with it, and I would never choose to eat it because no. it reminds me of eating play-doh. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about buttercream? Because I think buttercream is the is the icing that has almost been left in the past. So we tend to have got now much more of this American kind of frosting vibe that happens. Whereas in the past, like when I was a kid and I made cakes, 
uh, they have buttercream in them. So you make the butterfly cakes, you scoop the middle out, you put the buttercream in, you Absolutely. turn it upside down. Or I, I did go through a baking phase. When I was like um, a super cool like teenage boy, um, <laughs> I got I, I started ba- I got quite into baking cakes and they would all have been buttercream iced. But I just, it's, yeah. it's kind of dead now, isn't it, buttercream? No, I mean, I know what you mean. It's you see a lot more of the kind of super whipped, fluffy, sweeter American yeah. style stuff. But I think most of it on on the surface could still be considered buttercream. But it usually contains, you know, a load of other flavorings or sometimes vegetable oil and stuff like that, like the Costco one to make it mm. more kind of artificial and American, as you said. Wow. If if I were to make a cake, it would it would certainly be with buttercream. Yeah. When I was a small boy, not a small boy, a teenage boy, a fat te- a fat teenage boy, I <laughs> I once prepared a batch of chocolate buttercream, put it into a piping bag, and took it up to my room and hid it <laughs> hid it down the side of my bed and kept it for. <laughs> Kept it for far longer than would have been um, safe and ate, like, rancid buttercream. Whenever I wanted something sweet, just squeeze some rancid buttercream. Oh, that is just phenomenal. Rancid buttercream, it's horrific. Absolutely horrific. Wanted something sweet, made some buttercream. That's amazing. Mm. (laughs) Like, I would confess to keeping cakes hidden to eat them or keeping cakes in a very well-positioned place at the back of the fridge where only I can find them, but yeah. rancid bedside buttercream. <laughs> in, in, in a pipe, in a a piping bag. <laughs> I like you kept it classy by putting it in the piping bag, though. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Yeah, I'm sure I've got some... That 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 conjures up some memories in me of sort of like stealth eating. I, I can't quite get my thought process on what it was but i'm sure i did some absolutely devilish things that are not a million miles away from that disgusting absolutely disgusting anyway uh let's let's move on for that horrible story i think Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruit. This is uh, just like buttercream is a bit dead. I think this question might be a bit dead. Store-bought cakes versus home-baked cakes. And again, I've just thought of something relevant to the last segment. Brilliant. Kel, you can have this one. Christmas vibes. Uh, Brandy buttercream. Interestingly enough, I saw something very similar on Pinterest today and I kind of pinned it for trying. Like, on, like, swear to God, I saw that very idea. I mean, technically what I saw was, Impossible, you know how I'm, Americans do, it. like, rum butter or buttered yeah, rum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought a brandy brandy butter buttercream would be just Yeah, banging. I think I need that because I love... My mum had a recipe of uh, brandy butter. And I, so I make it every year, 
and uh, it goes so well with Christmas pudding. Yeah. But the amount of fruit in Christmas pudding really freaks me out. Like I don't really like sultanas, but the combination together works really well. So if I can replace the Christmas pudding with, say, a sponge cake that has similar flavors but no fruit in, yep. fuck my days. I could have just transformed my life. <laughs> Brandy butter, it's quite funny. It's not really a thing up here as much. I think it's a very English thing. Um, like, I've never tasted it before. But never I know it's a thing. It? No. Oh, it's the most fucking Moorish thing in the world. But I can, I mean, even just the name, I know it's going to be good. Is it what is? Is it just butter, brandy, and what sugar? I think and so. No, actually, one of the main ingredients is ground almond. Right. So it's like ground almond and bra- the combination of ground almond and butter. Uh, sorry, ground almond and brandy uh, with the butter and sugar and what mm-hmm. else, whatever else. It it's one of those flavor combos that feels like it creates its own flavor, and it, it is fucking incredible. Sounds it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever had it. I've had like brandy cream and stuff at Christmas, but I don't think I've ever yeah. had like straight up brandy butter. Well, is that a southern know. thing? Maybe it's a posh thing. <laughs> That's a posh thing. Yeah. You do need brandy, I guess. Yeah, but we, <laughs> we don't have brandy in the north. We just no. uh, yeah. We just ferment pigs' blood. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey. Right, should we should we answer the question that I just asked then? Rather uh, than yes. Brandy butter quest, brandy butter anecdotes, Michael. Store bought versus yeah. home baked. I think the only like store bought thing I ever enjoy as much as a homemade one is like a Swiss roll. I think so, there are certain cakes like a Swiss roll. I think you probably want a slightly dirty, cheap Swiss roll, don't you? Yes. Rather than yeah. rather than something that yeah. you can make yourself, which would be. A different product because part of the you can't you can't make a, the Swiss roll cake like they yeah. make it on a cheap Swiss roll. Exactly. Um, so it's never going to be it's never going to be quite the same. There are I mean obviously there are there are some things where store bought versions are going to be difficult to recreate. So I I, I got a Costco membership a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. at Christmas I fully intend to buy a Cheesecake Factory cheesecake from yeah. Costco and I imagine that it would be very difficult to recreate the Cheesecake Factory um, yeah. Cinnabon cheesecake at home mm-hmm. yeah or even just like you were saying the Costco icing mm. like yeah. even that that's it's a different yeah yeah a Pri- different thing price as well like those but you get those like big Costco red velvet cakes and carrot cakes and stuff and they're a tenner like a yeah. massive cake and you just go you could not make a cake that cheaply like no the birthday cake that Gemma made for me this year probably cost her about twenty quid to make the cake. Yeah. Like, in terms mm-hmm. of yeah. the ingredients and everything and Yeah. So obviously you know when you're making it at home that you're not it's not healthy, because obviously it's a cake, but yeah. it's not full of utter crap, which yeah. most most store bought cakes must be. Yeah. It's not even so much that. I think a lot of the store bought ones either have especially chocolate cakes, they're either exceedingly dry or they have that weird kind of almost damp texture do you know what i mean yeah um some like like you said some of them are great and would be hard to recreate but i think nine times out of ten a homemade one 
even if it's not a particularly great homemade one, it's going to be better. Yeah. Mm. I think um, the only the only one that I the from from my perspective the only the only type of cake that I'm actually competent at or that I'm actually like oh yeah I can I could like I can definitely make better than store bought is cheesecake. I am quite good at cheesecake. Baked or yeah. Baked, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I've made non-baked ones before, but there's satisfa- satisfaction in making a baked one. Um, I do quite like a muffin. Yeah. Store-bought yeah. muffin. Nice, fluffy. Yeah. Moist. moist. That dem chocolate chunks. Oh. Mm. Asda used to do good chocolate chip muffins back in the day. I used to enjoy an yeah. Asda muffin. Not had one for a long time. Not had a muffin for a long time. You know, yeah. like or like the McDonald's like triple chocolate ones that are just pure stodgy cocoa goodness. Did not know that McDonald's sold muffins. Oh yeah, I think they only do it. Do they only do it at breakfast time? Uh, I can't remember if I've had one. Like they're they're probably quite terrible, but quite great at the same time. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I I think because they've got that sort of papery. Yeah. Exterior, right? I think yeah. I've had one. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Right, well, <laughs> we can safely say that home-baked cakes are better than store-bought cakes then. Right. Yes. Next. Yeah. Next. Like I say, it's almost hard to even make a bad one, sort of. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I think it's some bad home-baked <laughs> cakes. Um, cakes for people that can't eat things. Gluten-free cakes. Vegan cakes, dairy-free cakes. Now, it's worth mentioning at this point that that regular listeners will know that I I've, I don't eat that much meat, but I have I have been consciously trying to lower my meat eating even more so in the last few weeks. Partially because I've been trying to lose weight, and I think that um, it's easier if you're not eating meat. So I've been eating, eating eating a lot more vegetarian food. I've also been eating a lot more vegan meals, including uh, experiments in the fe- into the feasibility of veganism, which so far have been limited to um, disappointing porridge made with almond milk. Um, but this is something that particularly is of interest to me. I don't know why I'm giving such serious consideration to veganism, because I'm not... I'm not particularly bothered by all the kind of ethical reasons for veganism. Um, I think it might be because some of my favourite wrestlers are vegans and I'm that (laughs) easily influenced. At least you're honest. But I do like... I am kind of leaning leaning towards being more plant-based, if not entirely plant-based. Good for you. What he's showing us is this... Is Carnage vegan now? No, Carnage is not at all vegan. Spider-Man um, vegan? No. Why are you showing us a, a picture of Carnage and Spider-Man then? Uh, I think it's because you said you like wrestling and I like comics. All oh, right. Oh, just... oh, no, it's sort of... I think right now it might be because Ryan Otley, I believe Ryan Otley, the artist, used to be quite a devout Christian and I think he's I think he's left his faith. It's not the same thing, you know, veganism and Christianity. <laughs> Christianity yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Well, both just culty bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Veganism and Christianity. <laughs> nah, joking. To any vegans listening, I didn't mean any offence by that. I would say <laughs> trying to reroute to cake briefly. Um dairy free cake 
is very good and very easy. It's dropping the eggs when it gets difficult. And I know you're not an egg man. Oh. You're more of a robotnik. Dis- despite <laughs> having this head, I'm, I'm despite... not an egg man. Yeah. <laughs> um, eggs play such a crucial role in the science in baking. It's actually yeah. quite scary. But you can quite easily drop the dairy from cakes if that's something you want to do. Yeah. You have to do. Yeah. Well, there's, I, think I think I've it's... had a couple of like dairy-free sort of brownies, and those are really good. Yeah. I mean, in brownies, you can basically just use coconut oil or any kind of vegan butter alternative, and they come out just exactly the same. Mm. Mm. I've seen uh, references to the, the vegan egg, the chia egg. <sighs> the flax egg is better than the chia egg, but it still doesn't do the same job. In dense things like banana bread it can work yeah but if you want something fluffy or if you need something to be well bound like a brownie it's not as easy to replicate different vegan cakes require different egg replacements some people use mashed banana some people use apple puree some people use um have you heard of aqua faba is that the chickpea chickpea juice with, oh with yeah juice yeah it makes decent meringue but i've never used it in a cake yet does it not does everything not because when I, I i like chickpeas i eat quite mm-hmm. a lot of chickpeas but when you open the tin of chickpeas it smells of dog food does the meringues if you add enough sugar and vanilla you can mask <laughs> taste but there is, and again, as someone who loves chickpeas, there's definite bean aroma. Yeah. Mm. I, I struggle with the concept of the whipped chickpea juice. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it sounds so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you like chickpeas, Michael? You strike me as a man that wouldn't enjoy chickpeas anyway. Uh, I've, I've had crunchy chickpeas a few times, so roasted, whatever it is. They're yeah. nice. Um, I've had... Uh, I've had, I was actually, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get into it more off screen. I was actually directed to film hummus today. Um, bizarre <laughs> fact, tr- com- entirely true as well. Hummus the um, movie. Sort of, board, borderline. Um, I, I, yeah, I do want to get into hummus. I'm not quite there yet. Um, I haven't quite been in the right setting to enjoy humus. Um, I've had chickpeas in a few curries, and that's nice. Um, I've, I've got a tin in the cupboard. It's something I want to get into more. They're a good source of fiber, and they're relatively healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. Yep. Uh, pro- do I mean protein? Yeah, you do. Mean fiber and Yeah. Good. So multi-vitamin, probably. Do you like falafel? If that is. Um... I think I've only tried it once, and it probably wasn't a very good representation of falafel. Right, because falafel is falafel is a very large part of my life. Really, falafel is what chickpeas want to end up in. Yeah, yeah. Every interesting. Spice. Um, what are the spices in falafel? Oh God, it uh, depends. Cumin, Har- harissa, maybe. I don't know if they're traditional. Um... But, yeah, you can certainly find them in there. Moroccan spices. Mm. I've literally just today bought sumac. Yeah. I'm wondering if I should maybe do a falafel. That's the, that's the new one, isn't it? Because I've still got an iMac. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thank you. 
ideal. Yeah. <laughs> Apple <laughs> reference. Good. Um, yeah. No, chickpeas are great. <laughs> Tell you one thing with chickpeas, though. Um, Go on. It's worth buying the slightly more expensive, the Napolina branded chickpeas over, uh, yeah. over an own brand chickpea because the Napolina yeah. ones are much larger and softer, whereas own brand chickpeas tend to be a bit like small and hard. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So the yeah. softness is desirable. I think so. I th- I th- yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were the, just a bit more tender. A little bit more tender. Yeah, I like the Napolina ones. Yeah, I do want to. It's an area that I want to explore more for sure. You get yeah. really posh ones that come in jars if you want to go. If you want to go full Waitrose, wow. you get the softest, juiciest chickpeas from a jar. That's where I was filming the hummus. In Waitrose. <laughs> in, <laughs> in Aylesbury Waitrose. Aylesbury Waitrose. The, the least premium Waitrose I've ever been in. <laughs> you Could might. Be worse. Scotland still doesn't have any. Oh. You might see the footage soon. Great. I cannot wait. Yeah, not on YouTube, though. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> right. This is intriguing. Right. Let's, let's move on then. Um, Nate's next question that he wishes me to ask is Are cupcake cancelled? I'm going to. Assume he means our cup cupcakes cancelled. Our cupcakes are dead ting bruv. Because they were cupcakes were everything for they a bit. They had their heyday. Yeah, yeah, they were they were very very big. People were people are leaving their jobs to to make artisan cupcakes. Yeah, I I still I still understand because they are wonderfully customizable, but mm-hmm. the ratio in a cupcake is often what annoys me because first of all you need a really big mouth to get a decent bite of one correct yeah and usually there's either way too much icing to cake or like because of the size of the average human mouth you need like one big mouthful of cake and then a big mouthful of icing it's hard to get correct <laughs> you're so it's hard correct. to get like a full like yeah yeah bullshit product <laughs> Uh, those cupcakes that you took for Macmillan uh, last week looked amazing. What were the squares of chocolate that were on top of them? That was the Cooperatives Irresistible White Chocolate with Madagascar and Vanilla. Ethical. I like it. Yeah, that's I like me. It. Wow. Wow. Um, Definitely not because it was the cheapest white chocolate on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I ever really bought into that. Like, I felt like the cupcake thing passed me by. I'm not sure mm-hmm. I ever had like a a super super awesome cupcake. I know um I had a few cupcakes that tasted of soap. That was a problem for <laughs> for several cupcakes. What? I don't I flavor? Think, I, soap. I don't know whether it was rose. I don't no, I don't know whether it was something to do with the vanilla like that it oh. yeah. mm, sometimes gives a bit of a soapy vibe. Uh, but they were often and I think that when the cupcake thing was in full force, it was it was the ratio was the wrong way around. So it was ninety percent what they look like and ten percent what they taste like. Yeah, so, most cupcakes are still like that. I would say. Yeah. yeah, dry little dead cupcakes. What's taken over from cupcakes then is the kind of ubiquitous Every, everything else. Yeah, I mean they haven't really totally faded away yet. Donuts took over for a while. Donuts are still having a bit of a moment, I would say. 
Um, brownies became a bit more of a thing. Blondies. Bl- mm, blondies still aren't as big as they should be, I think. Fair. Um, I don't know. I think that the cupcakes are still hanging around like a bad, a bad soapy smell. I mean, Lola's permeating quite a few things these days. You get those cabinets now as well, can't you? What? What's Lola's? What? Lola's cupcakes? Don't know it. You no. don't know Lola's? Cu- no. Hell, no. you, you. What? I what, mean, what is it? To, to... Ah, this isn't this isn't a thing. Uh, they're in Selfridges and whatnot. This um, it's like a basically a... Selfridges. Selfridges. No, I live like, in the it's... northeast of Scotland. We don't even have, we we've got one Marks and Spencer. Like, calm down. <laughs> I, mean, I, I live okay, so... I live in a city with the Selfridges. I just choose not to go there because it's. The... <laughs> I assume they're in the the Manchester one as well. So basically, they are. Um, let me just have a quick look. Selfridges, Brilliant. Manchester. Michael's Google yeah, Adventures. Um. I have not while, been actually. in Selfridges, either the Trafford Centre Selfridges or the City Centre Selfridges, for about 10 years. Wow, that is weird. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of pop-ups. There's a lot of cabinets and uh, stalls in a lot of London uh, underground stations, all that sort of thing. Anyway, they are a probably marginally pretentious cupcake brand uh i used to buy them sort of every time i went to selfridges which is not that's not like i don't i didn't go to selfridges that often um but i used to i used to get a box every time box of four or something um chiefly among them i think there is a review on the channel of the pistachio and rose one Uh, i think i tended to probably like the idea of them more than the actual product itself Uh, to my earlier point, and and to your point, Kel, as well, like the the, the ratio is fucking horrendous in my opinion. Yeah. Um, way too much icing, way, way, way too. And literally, what you just said, like no one, no one is like this here, this product here. That is as wide as my mouth goes. Like, look, <laughs> that's not, and that's fucking not the size of a cupcake it's just a bullshit any product that requires fucking admin to eat it can f- get fucked for audio listeners the object that michael was putting into his mouth was long and phallic <laughs> <laughs> i got it in quite far it was just the, uh, the oh it's the not the depth listen there's no depth no. problem it's no. like it's the height problem <laughs> which sort of viewers are probably envisioning a cone now which raises some bio biological questions but yeah. Very good. Let's move on then. Um, Nathan's final cake-based question is: oh. um, Is Colin the caterpillar overrated or a modern-day essential? Now, I, Colin is a thing in my house, and Colin is a thing in my house because are you aware that uh, of this this promotion that Marks and Spencers have had on called the Little Shop? Yes. So, so Marks and Spencers have been. Uh, producing these small miniature versions of their own brand products, which children can pester their grandparents to to collect for them. So Little Shop has been like quite prominent in with my son for the last few months, and one of the items is the Colin the Caterpillar cake. And I've 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 had Colin the Caterpillar. I've seen Colin has been present at birthday parties, but I didn't realise that Colin was quite such a cultural icon as Colin appears to be. 
Um, yeah, there's an LD ripoff version now. That's how big it is. Really? He also has a wife now. Really? Yeah. Connie. Oh. She uh, tastes every bit as good. I feel sorry. I feel but so... but they pay her. They only pay her about eighty six percent of what <laughs> exactly as it should be. <laughs> um, they're making a, apparently there's going to be a, a Halloween one as well. Creepy, creepy Colin. Yeah. Shame. It's cute. <laughs> He's on a register. <laughs> 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 no, I, th- I think I think Co- oh, very good. Yeah. I think I think Colin's all right. I think I'm I I think it's the nostalgia thing when you see it. Like if you're if you're somewhere and you see there's one, you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. Colin's getting in my gob. When, but <laughs> when you say you think Colin's all right, do you mean as a cake or as a bloke? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, see, I, I'm not wealthy enough to get to chat to him and Marks and Spencer's very much, but from, <laughs> from, from as a cake, he's all right. He's, I mean, he's basically a big, a big Swiss roll, isn't he? A big, yeah, big chocolate covered Swiss roll with. But you want the face end though. Like Correct. if if you were at a birthday party, the the kid whose birthday it was always got his face, yeah, yeah. because it's like a big disc of chocolate. Correct. So. That's that's like god tier Colin experience. <laughs> my my only um, issue with Colin is that his body is essentially ribbed, isn't it? Yeah. Now if you're if you're at a party where you need say twelve slices of Colin, s- people are getting uneven slices of cake because someone's the, the you know the 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 ribs are perhaps half a centimeter in depth. So if you've got a rib, if you've got an indented piece, you're getting what half a centimeter nearly all the way round less Colin. Than someone they... who's got, and whoever gets the arse end of Colin is getting getting totally bummed because <sighs> it's, it's are the half... ribs are the ribs not for are the ribs not a slicing guide or are they like too oh, small? What, so you're supposed to have like a, a like a, where the indent bit is. and an indent bit. So you're supposed to have a full yeah a full, a full rib yeah mm, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, I haven't seen one in a while, so I don't know like how wide or how narrow they are. But we got a Colin for Theo's birthday this year because he mm-hmm. was he was full he was in full Marks and Spencer's mode, so we did get a Colin, <laughs> um, and it was, well, it was I think there were there were about twelve of us, and the worst there were issues portion issues, um, <laughs> and I think I did end up with the back end of Colin as well. Oh. <laughs> Mm. At a child's party too. I know my own child, <laughs> the Colin that I uh, paid for myself. What, I'd what like to just, just been, confirm what been to get Michael. Well, okay, so I just been to get or been to got or just went and got <gasps> this. It's Colin! like a it's like a miniaturized Colin miniature. Uh, uh, Claire got it from a Macmillan. Is that homemade or is that an official product? No, that's, that's a Colin. An offic- that's that's an real... official mini Colin. Oh, is yeah. that an official product? Isn't that a mini yeah. spooky Colin? Maybe I, I really don't know. Oh, There's a sneak preview oh, of creepy Colin. Have a look at the face, Michael. Does he uh, look nice or looks... does he look a bit creepy? So I don't know. What would you describe that as? It's sort <laughs> of quite haunting, isn't it? I'm not sure that is a normal Colin. I think that might be a miniature spooky Colin. Maybe it's the spooky version. Uh, <laughs> regardless, it's probably absolutely shit, like the adult counterpart. <gasps> oh, wash your mouth out! Fucking garbage. <laughs> Mini rolls, Swiss rolls, they're all a bunch of cunts, mate. <laughs> oh. That's Stuart's mum definitely not listening yeah. to this one. <laughs> I don't often drop that word on this potty, but honestly, Colin deserves it. More like Colin the 
<laughs> What's he ever done to you? Dry and horrible. That's bullshit, Kate. I bet this is just because you've never had his face. I bet you've I never had Colin's arse. I've never <laughs> had a birthday party with Colin. Um, no, I was never... No, joking. Um, Michael. Just a bullshit... Yeah, I just don't Michael. like Swiss rolls. Fight his face absolutely off. bollocks. Fight his face Oh, off. no, certainly not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm at peak calorie count for the day. No. Yeah, it's not happening. Wow. I want to lose weight this week. Wow. Well, and I'm things. quite close from not doing so. You quite really? Yeah, I weighed myself. Uh, I was doing quite well until we absolutely. I was doing very well actually until we absolutely annihilated Papa John's at the weekend. Wow. It was fucking worth it. Good. So. What did you have? Sort of everything they do. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Claire and I shared a large, large pepperoni. We had two cheese garlic breads. Uh, we had a portion of their new cinnamon scrolls, chicken poppers. I think that was it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. When you go all out, you go all out, don't you, mate? Yeah, which I don't actually often do now that I'm on the weight things, but that was a fuck it situation. Yeah. Good sign. Wait, cool. Sure. Yeah, got to do it every now and again. We'll T- see. Tell you what else we've got to do every now and again, Michael. Oh, fuck me. Here we go. Suck me. Yo, I, I am, I am trembling with anticipation that we're going to have some absolute top quality comments this this week. Yes, I may or may not be particularly enticing thread between Mister and Missus Lungs that I'm very excited for. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure how uh, there may be one or two comments that I choose not to read out. Um, no. It is. It is Claire and I's three-year wedding anniversary. It is. Today, Not so, only we're um, missing the Bake Off, but Michael spending his wedding anniversary with us too. It's what dedication a lo- what to a cause. lucky woman and Claire so is. It would almost be insult to injury to read some of these comments, certainly. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> Claire, what have we got? I've got a podcast to record. <laughs> <laughs> I love how posh you go. <laughs> As if I'm some fucking. No, honestly, if you saw this, if you saw the shit I did with peanut butter, you wouldn't think I was posh. Oh. Oh, okay. uh, I'm trying to act hard on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that as a ringtone or something? <laughs> um, Mooney Carl has given a nope. thumbs up. Cheers, Carl. Uh, Amelia X underscore Amelia underscore Hills underscore X. What was your dream birthday cake as a child? Well, for me, it was always not about a kind of flavour of cake. It was I, I wanted a Millennium Falcon cake. Oh wow! wow. Yeah. Did you ever get it? Mm, kind of. Not 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 not, <laughs> Made the way, not the way I wanted it. I got like a plain cake with like a like a poor like a 
line drawing of the Millennium Falcon on it or something. <laughs> <don't they? laughs> oh my god, that, that makes me want to buy a fucking 99p Tesco Value Victoria Sponge <laughs> and a tube of that black icing and fucking draw one on and put, fucking meme it, put on the bottom, top I asked for a Millennium Falcon cake and this is the shit. This is the shit my parents got. Oh, my my cunt parents made me this. Oh. Yeah, I've dropped it again. Sorry. Um, my uh, my mother was actually an incredibly good cake maker. Um, so I, I'm sure my sister will have these somewhere. I'll, I'll ask her if she's got them, and if if she if she does, I'll uh, put them on Instagram. But she, I'm sure she used to take photos of the cakes. Um, so I think the one that's uh stays in my mind the most is I think a Ghostbusters logo one. Um <laughs> so I should we... that purple come the chocolate it, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um no it was like it was like a pretty good rendition of the logo. Um very excited for the thirty fifth anniversary cinematic re release of Ghostbusters this month. Um yeah, so I'll try and get some pictures of that. So I, yeah, I was I was fortunate as a child. I had some uh, my sister and I both were. We had some very uh very good, like sort of image-based cakes made. Cool. Yeah, I wasn't quite as high maintenance as you two. Basically, if it was smothered in chocolate, I was happy. There we go. Sorry to go all like four Yorkshiremen on you, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, Olish Plinsky, big up Mavs for the fourth return to the fuck podcast. Round Brilliant. of applause. Yes. Uh, right here we go. Bong lungs. Bongers. Bongers. Big up week. <laughs> Uh, there's another one from uh, Bong Lungs. Bongers. So what was Bonger's first comment? Sorry, yeah, you were uh, laughing, weren't you? Uh, yeah. Big up weed cakes. Brilliant. So, yep. Staying on brand. Uh, Can I change my uh, answer about the birthday cake I wanted when I was a kid? <laughs> uh, right, so he said here, At Uzi Char once gave me an Oreo cake, was made out of loads and loads of Oreos, was so nice, high six stars, brings back school memories. Good times. Aww. Good times. Uh, Uzi Char has replied, Bro, they were so good. Don't forget the massive Reese's Cups too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like Reese's. Reese's Reese's. <laughs> Reese's Cups. <laughs> the Larvinator said, Woo, Maverick. Woo. Man, man, I love the cake. <laughs> Fucking right he does. Uh, so said, My housemate got me a Caterpillar cake for £1.70. <laughs> <laughs> Good like, economic update there from uh, Colin. Uh, Sir JS Carter, is Good. there a flavour of cake that pisses you off? The yellow French fancy does my head in. Foul washing up liquid tasting block of shit. Lots of love. <laughs> Just the yellow one. Just the yellow one. He singled, singled out the lemon one, right? Ooh. I don't think there's any cake that I... Disli- any particular flavour of cake that I dislike or that anything annoys me. I, I, I can't get my head around beetroot in cake, but I don't yeah. think that's flavour, is it? It's more of a kind of it's... earthiness and moisture yeah. vibes. Um, there's there's two kinds that piss me off. Um, the first is red velvet, because red velvet cake is just a vehicle for cream cheese frosting. Other than that, it's completely it's completely dead. Yeah. Uh, the other kind is Madeira cake because it's just a dense Victoria sponge. Yeah, I'll accept both of them. Mm. But uh, vaguely, I quite like red velvet. 
I quite like them both. No, I think Red Velvet's okay. Madeira cake is functional. Not I still t- eat them. It's just, yeah. you know. Yeah. People yeah, are not really it. <laughs> I think traditionally Red Velvet has got like a hint of cocoa powder in the sponge in it. So it's, it's, not not, it's a chocolate flavour cake, paper. isn't it? Red Velvet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a chocolate cake more than anything else, yeah. but it's not chocolatey enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Meh. Yeah, fair. Trying to think now if I've had a full blown chocolate cake with cream cheese frosting. Would recommend. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maddie Madworld, if. Nice. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> nom. Nom. <laughs> I, I should say, I was saying, oh, here we go. Uh, not because I, I don't have great joy reading her comments, but some of them are a bit, uh, they're a little bit blue. Um, <laughs> uh, so she's now said, I ain't a lesbian, but Maverick Baking is fire. 100 eyes emoji thumbs up it's 2018 hon 2019 <laughs> you, whoever, you, whoever you like the bong longs and said maddie madworld i'm a lesser too bay great uh, maddie madworld said i ain't uh i lesser she said fine <laughs> uh bong longs i'm joking g you're mine and i'm a lesser it's getting <laughs> weird sort of <laughs> slurry in it uh maddie madworld i'm confused and the bong lungs the club. Bongers. love you that's all that matters fruck wedding 26th of august 2020 make sure you're free the chicken nuggets in the mcflurry for gang We'll be skipping that one. Uh, Joseph22497 says, what's your ideal sort of birthday slash special occasion cake? Uh, uh, minute, about minute 20 it was we were talking about fawn and sonnet. Uh, yeah, something with peanut butter and chocolate. Big, Anything. Big cake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what decorations slash shape slash theme of cake would you go for? Would you have tears? <laughs> Depend. Not going to make the joke. Um, <laughs> no, don't. While I was doing... Once once Nate dropped hosting this podcast on me and I was trying to write some intros, I can't quite remember why, but I did go down a penis cake Google hole. <laughs> There's a lot of penis cake on the internet. There is. Probably the way around. Some even ejaculate. Oh, Google. dear, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry, Zach. Like there are some that they do so that if you like press it, it'll. Oh yeah, I um, it. think I saw a similar sort of thing with a baby coming out of a vagina recently. Actually, yeah, you get like pimple popper ones as well. Like people will fill oh. cupcakes so that if you squeeze it, it comes out like pus. Oh yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. people are weird, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, what flavored layers would you go for? So if I if I had a tiered cake, I'd go for like a salted caramel-y one or toffee-y one, probably like a lemon one, and then probably a normal one or a cream a one or like a one. one. Normal flavor is normal. Yeah, like rose, like violet. What? Something like that. That's violet. You're so normal. <laughs> You're such a weird man. Oh, I think something where. You, you've got like a chocolate cake. The only reason I'd want tears is if you could have like a chocolate cake and then something a bit fruitier to cut, but not like lemon, obviously. Maybe you'd want like a, like a, something nice with cherries or something. And, yeah. Um, I'm not really into cakes where the layers are different flavours, if I'm honest. 
I'd rather just have a big cake where it's all one flavour. Or, or a variety of flavours in one cake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Firm but fair. Screw. <laughs> uh, and also, screw people who eat with a fork. Napkin in hand is all you need. That is good life advice, my friend. I like the idea that it's not just cake he's talking about. Like, that's how he eats, like, <laughs> mash. That's how he eats <laughs> mince. <laughs> Uh, correct Frankie Funko (laughs) says yay Kelly I recommend all you guys heading to your closest farmhouse inn's pub it's a chain kind of like Toby Carvery which do massive big dick cake slices you can cake away I'd love for either you Cox or Kelly to get to (laughs) a review there's one near me there's one near me there's a place called Ashtree Farm um and they do um, an eclair that is like this. They do a chocolate eclair that's like four quid or whatever, but it's it's the, like the size of a rugby ball. Uh, and huge, huge, huge cakes, and you buy them by the slice. Like I've never had one, but they do look good. The nearest one is far away, actually. Yeah. My, yeah, my nearest one is about 12 miles away <laughs> the biggest problem for the one near me is that it's about 50 meters away from the nearest five guys so i'm uh, never oh, gonna go yeah. there yeah yeah oh fuck yeah oh man it looks good yeah nowhere near me fuming the public um, the, the actual place itself like is dog dirt like i've, I've i think mm. i've been in twice once I, th- I went in for breakfast with my parents and we went in uh, a few months ago uh, and my wife and her friend queued up for about 40 minutes to order our food, uh, only to be told when they got to the front Sorry. of the queue that there would be massive queues, really busy. They've got, like, children's play areas in them and stuff. So they queued up for about oh, okay. 40 minutes, and when they got to the front of the queue, they, w- they were told that it'd be an hour and 20-minute wait for food. Like, oh, my God. Why wouldn't you tell the people in the queue that yeah, that was correct. the situation? And the and the person and that when they questioned it, the guy behind the uh, said, oh, "I haven't got the staff to tell people that in the queue. We're too busy to tell the people in the queue." Fuming, went to Sainsbury's Cafe. Maybe instead. shout it out, mate, and then someone will leave the fucking queue, and you'll be less busy. You daft prick. Exactly, exactly. Fucking Idiots. hell. So regardless of how good the cakes are, I ain't going there again. So. Yeah, and also it's next to five guys. Also, it's next to five guys. Yeah. 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 Um, bong lungs. Bongers. How about me, Kelly, and Mrs. Lungs get matching face tats? I Many thanks. Got, I thought that was going self- somewhere else. Then I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Many thanks for Twitter selfies with gang tats. If he if he, if he tweets me a design, I'll get it. What what would it take? What would it take for you to get a face tattoo? Not much. Genuinely. Genuinely, like. I could, I would probably get something on my forehead that, that I could hide, or something near my eyes that I could kind of hide. But yeah, not much, honestly. I, if I was in a position where I didn't have to earn money by having a job, <laughs> I, I probably would. I'd certainly, I really want to get my knuckles done, and it's yeah, not, it's too. not much of a step away. But unfortunately, what do you, what do you want on your knuckles? Super hefe. Wow. Super hefe. Did he Maverick have that? fits perfectly. <laughs> it does. And everyone will know, everyone will know what a big Top Gun fan you are. Yeah, me and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Thomas? Thomas? 
Uzi uh, Char says, at Bong Lungs, shout out Ian Beale. <laughs> Obviously. Right, <laughs> <Just fucking> <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a bit where I fucking fail. Uh, this, is, this is a bit where I forget how to uh, read. Amazing. Hello, Leon. Leon Tricker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about the same age as Stu. <laughs> Can't even do it straight away. I've lost it. <laughs> It's, uh, oh, it's just because Stuart hates being called or doesn't like being called hate, Stu. No, just, hate, it, hate, absolutely hate. It, yeah. just, it's fucking mind-blowingly good from the first sentence. You know, I, I, I flat refused to... I could have had a free pizza at the weekend. You know, Pizza Express released that new katsu pizza. And any, oh, right. Anyone, uh, and they were, it was only five quid on, on Saturday, and they were giving them away free to anyone whose name was Katsu or Stu. I'm not even prepared to. I'm not even prepared to accept being called Stew for the sake of a free pizza. And I bloody love katsu as well. So That's dedication. Yeah, hate it. Hate it. And by extension, wow. hate Leon. <laughs> no, I love love Leon. Carry on. Uh, I'm about the same age as Stew, early to mid forties, and my childhood memories of cake are inextricably linked with my granny, my dad's mum. <laughs> My granny always had homemade cake as part of Sunday afternoon tea, which was always served at the same time as the EastEnders omnibus. Why? Because even though granny watched EastEnders during the week by the... Ian Beale! Yeah, yeah. Because even though granny watched EastEnders during the week, by the weekend she needed a reminder of events in Walford. (laughs) The slavish devotion to Albert Square and the BBC schedule meant that some weeks my granny would end up having afternoon tea half an hour before serving up a Sunday roast. (laughs) Granny sometimes used to let me help make cakes. I have many happy memories of being given little jobs to do around the kitchen and getting to eat the leftover cake mix from the mixing bowl. My brother William was usually given another task by Granny, <laughs> such as peeling and de-seeding a bowl of grapes, which once William had finished, Granny would snatch from his hands and chuck the whole lot in the bin. <laughs> anyway, everywhere I've worked, I've been expected to bring in cakes on my birthday. Is this the same where you work? And if so, shouldn't everyone just get over the obsession with cakes and just buy the birthday boy slash girl a pint? Uh, yeah, they should. I don't take cake in to work on my birthday. It's a thing. It's a thing in our office. Not not yeah. everyone does it, but yeah, I'd say most people do it. Yeah, it's a thing. Thing where I work too. Mm-hmm. I think people do things like that uh, where where I work. Um, I hate it. I don't like sharing food with people. So yeah, uh, I, I I hate it. We we do have these kind of birthday uh birthday buffets like a shared lunch kind of thing shared table mm-hmm. and i hate it i find the whole thing absolutely un uh unpalatable and uh it's that food contamination thing again yeah, isn't it? food contamination um i find people who people who people who are so unbothered by it that they find the concept of me bothered by it they find it completely alien like how can you not understand that eating is a very personal thing and how can you be offended by me not wanting to share food when you're cutting a cake with the knife that you've just been scooping hummus out with all right you've <laughs> wiping it on a napkin does not does not make make that knife now suitable for cutting a cake with and no. saying no one minds if i use this knife like and i have to go just not i'm not prepared to say no because if you don't if you don't think there's anything wrong with using a hummus knife to cook cut a cake 
then you're a very special yeah. kind of psychopath. And Check I can't believe how many how many people there are like that in the world. So I end up just going, no, I'm just like, I cut the, all right, use the hummus knife to cut the cake, and I ain't eating that cake. <laughs> what a, that's a genuine story, that happened. That, yeah, it's that's not That's fucking ideal. ridiculous. Uh, and finally, Bong, well, sorry, finally on Instagram, Bong Lungs. Bongers. What's for dinner, gang? Having a one pound <laughs> cider myself and a bong for pudding. Would love to try one of wow. Kelly's thick, sweet treats. Ooh. How's he spelling thick? THC? Um, I, hope it, I hope it's THC. Juicy. THC. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had uh, like a kind of Latin American platter thing. So I had, I buy these, what's what's Discovery called now? Is it Santa Maria? Yeah, oh, is it? another one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So I put like their Costa Rican coconut like packet sauce. So some corn, oh. corn pieces in that with some black beans that I made and some rice it's... and a bit of pico de gallo. Animal was in No animal in it. It was just some corn. Shame in it. It was, a, I... it was one of my vegan meals. Sounds alright. Sounds good. Mm. My lovely Italian boyfriend made me a lovely lasagna. Wow. Oh, dead food. Actu- actual mama's with, lasagna. With meat in it. Human. With meat Human. in it. Two kinds. I I had a salad. Um, I never make... I, I think it was the first full-blown proper salad I've ever made. Uh, so it was like a roast chicken salad. So I put some roasted chicken on top. Um, it was it was all right. Wasn't That's why I had for lunch today. Um, it, was, it wasn't anywhere near as good as the Subway salad that I had last week. Subway uh, salad decent. I've never had a Subway salad. Oh, love it. I, I don't even know why. It's fucking delicious. Is it not dirty, though? Like a... Like a that no. That makes like, it delicious as the chipotle sauce or whatever. Oh, I did have that on there. Yeah. I like this, I like their Caesar sauce. Right. If you get the rotisserie chicken um, salad and stick some Caesar sauce on top, it's pretty decent. Right. Yeah, I had the rotisserie, yeah. Yeah, we'll buy again. Yeah. Uh, moving over to Facebook now, we've just got two questions on there. So Zach has said, the obvious question, favourite kind of cake? So I think we've covered that. Yeah. Next question, carrot cake, yay or nay? Yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah. 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 And next question, prefer cake or pie? Uh, irrelevant, move on. Um, no. Um, like both. Uh, What's the difference between pie and cake? Pie are squared and cake are round. (laughs) Yeah, good. That's a nice fucking teacher joke for you there. (laughs) (laughs) Then Erica said cupcakes are better than cake. Discuss. Uh, Uh, Wash your mouth uh, out. They're not. Uh, that is the end of the social media segment. Love the social media. Thank you, Mike. You're listening You're to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes. If you dare. Where were the comments that you weren't prepared to read out? Were they on Insta? They're on Instagram, cool. so please go and enjoy them at your leisure. Right. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, right. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. It's yes, time, yes, yes. time to play a game. Not the good game. Not the good oh. game. Uh, the, the 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 tier two game. The uh, the yeah. non league the non league game of heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. Where the food you love will 
I believe you were forwarded the current entrance into heaven and hell by Nathan Peterson after I said I would and didn't. Uh, So, currently in heaven are burgers, pizza, halloumi, burritos, cookies, tacos, fried chicken and sundae roasts. Currently in hell are aniseed food contamination and Brussels sprouts. I think you have a, a, a an easier shot of getting things in because Nate's not here. So you only yeah. have to get past Michael and myself, although it's not that Nate's difficult because I am, I have been the kind of self-appointed heaven and hell bastard, uh, as Michael <laughs> would call me. Um, the gatekeeper. Right. Uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with heaven or hell, Cal? Heaven I want to start... <laughs> I want to start with hell and... I'm going to request the banishing of fresh coriander <laughs> because uh, I think it's a, I think it's a disgusting little leaf. <laughs> it's deceptive because it looks like parsley, so you think, oh, refreshing, subtle parsley, and you bite into it, and it tastes like you've got a mouthful of redox bloody bubble bath. It overpowers everything it touches. And people use it by the handful, and it's disgusting. Parsley's fucking shit. <laughs> Parsley is, isn't it? Parsley, Parsley is, is dead. fucking dead. dead if herbs. I thought I had either cilantro or parsley, I'd be fucking breathing sighs of relief if it was coriander. <laughs> um, t- yeah, parsley is an absolutely dead herb. I tell you what herb is not a dead herb, Michael. Coriander? Fresh, fresh coriander. Oh, Lovely oh. little herb. Lovely it's literally, it's the only food I don't like. It's the only thing I will really. Not, it it's it is. It. It's it's a thing apparently it's though, device, isn't it? The actual dislike of yeah. coriander. I think it's, yeah. uh, a lot of people say it tastes of soap and whatnot, it's and a, like it, and it's not. It is a like a, a, a proper hatred. It's like linked. To, um, I think it's linked to IQ, low IQ. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard it was linked to something like uh, back in Neanderthal times. <laughs> it was like. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, I'm not bullshitting. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a defence thing or something. It tasted like a... It's something along the lines... If this isn't it, but it's something along the lines of it tastes yeah. the same as a poisonous herb that used to kill yeah. people. Or something well, shite. I eat a lot of fresh coriander. I've, I, ate fresh, I ate fresh coriander tonight in my pico that I made. Um, I In that in the cookbook that myself and Michael have, there's a lot of really nice recipes that require a little bit of coriander. Um, I yeah. Uh, what what do you do in guac? Coriander. What do you put yeah, in Kel, Kel, What yeah. do you do in guac? Yeah. I just it's not there. Wow. It's just not fucking there. It's not coming in and ruining my avocado like that. I ain't spending one pound eighty on avocados to ruin it with that soapy shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are expensive. I wish I liked it because it looks it looks good and I understand its purpose, but I just. There's a lot of foods that I've forced myself to like. I've forced myself to like licorice. I've forced myself to like raw onion. I've forced myself wow. to like marzipan and stuff, but I just can't abide by fresh coriander. It's <coughs> the only thing I've rat about. Wow. 
Well, it's quite. Yeah. A, I've got. I know of quite a few people who feel exactly the same way as you. So it must mm-hmm. be, must be comforting for you to know that there are other absolute idiots, idiots. in the yeah. world, and you're not alone. <laughs> Me uh, and the monks do exist. <laughs> don't talk about Michael, Nate, and Gossie in that way. Um, Michael, how, what, are you going to allow Coriander into hell? Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't possibly, I'm sorry. No, ridiculous, absolutely nah. ridiculous. Um, Shame. Yeah. Did, I mean, did you think that was going in? Did you think that you had a fair chance of getting that in? I knew that you liked it, Stuart, because I vaguely, like, I know you're big into Mexican stuff like I am, so I, I guessed that there was a chance you would like it. Yeah. Because MJ's fussy, I thought I might get yeah. it past him. I genuinely, yeah. I'm surprised that MJ I am surprised. MJ's a coriander I'm lad. I'm surprised um, and dis- Curry tings, isn't I? Curry tings. Yeah. Yeah. Got it in the fridge, yeah. mate. Got it in the fridge. Fridges, fridges. Like carrot and coriander soup. Do you not? Do you not enjoy carrot and coriander soup? You don't taste as much in there, I don't think. And even then, it wouldn't be the first soup I would eat. If if someone made it for me, I would eat it. But mm. I do like a bit of carrot and coriander. It's good. <laughs> um, it's, it's much harder. What? Sort of bit of an accent there, wasn't there? I wasn't doing like a, I wasn't doing an accent. I was. It was a reference, Michael. It was a pop culture reference. You won't understand. Ah, uh, yes, too, I'm not too busy too reading the comics. Yeah, um, it's much harder to get something into hell than it is into heaven. Yeah. Yeah, here he is pointing at his comic again. Uh, speaking of heaven. Speaking of heaven, I would like to enter the glorious substance that is milk chocolate. Wow! And I'm surprised it's not already there because I've even noted down for my memory the fact that the taste, the texture, the availability, the accessibility, and the fact it goes well with just about every single other foodstuff on the feckin' planet, there is no way this isn't getting past those pearly gates. Um, I've just shut my... Uh... I've just put it in the spreadsheet, saved it, and shut my spreadsheet program down because I can't see Fantastic. this going. I can't see because this the going only, the only milk chocolate that is unacceptable is Hershey's. It's not. It's Everything. not milk chocolate though, is it? It's it's, it's American dog dirt. Amazing. <laughs> Everything about milk chocolate. I started with just chocolate as an umbrella term, and I was like, no, because people get picky and they're like, oh, dark chocolate's too strong, or white chocolate's not really chocolate. So milk chocolate again. I don't think I need to, but if you gave me 10 minutes, I will come forward with a full legal case <laughs> to have this entered into heaven because there's no reason it shouldn't be. It's, it's, um, I mean, it's one of the, it's, it, it's one of the only foodstuffs that I think that you don't find, you, you very rarely find someone who doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. It, it legitimately has a chemical effect on, on your brain and your mood. Yeah, so dolphins. in dolphins, yeah, um, <laughs> the same as you get in the dolphin nose potatoes, um, <laughs> and it's um, it's in Toblerone and it's in Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, what? Tobers, <laughs> Tobers. Sorry, I'm on a, I'm on a bonus How, If you uh, genuinely people who <laughs> who who don't like chocolate, I get people who who like aren't. Like aren't like full on chocoholics. Like yeah. I I I I love chocolate. Like yeah. to the point where it's a problem. Um 
I get people who like it, but they're not. I don't, I'm very distrusting of people who say they do not like chocolate. Yeah, because it's like saying I don't like orgasms. Yeah, all right. Like it's it's yeah. chemically designed for your enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like um, LSD or <laughs> chocolate is fucking awesome. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Um, so did that? Did that actually change the acoustics? Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. fairly. It sounds awful. almost as bad as my mic. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm going to struggle to make that palatable. Um, so that's a no, then, is it? I would like to put it in to heaven, like I'd like to put it into my mouth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Frequently and consistently. Frequently and distantly. Consistently. All right. Distantly. Yeah, the same Just thing. Isn't throwing it? it in from a distance. <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah. It's it's going into heaven. Wouldn't yes. that, would Nate would Nate have agreed with our choices tonight? Would he have? Would Nate have? Would Nate have uh, backed you on the coriander? Would Nate have allowed chocolate in? Sure I think he would have allowed chocolate in. Yeah. I I I don't know of his stance on coriander. Yeah, I yeah. don't either. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because yeah, we, it wouldn't have gone in um, unless because Nate's like Captain Captain Health now. Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have taken like a kind of health stand against chocolate. Well, yeah, afraid he'd maybe. have to be sacked. Like a bastard, yeah, yeah. Like a chocolate <laughs> bastard. Mm. Wow, right, that's heaven and hell. So congratulations, Kelly. You managed Thanks. to get one item into heaven and failed, yeah. failed to to choose an adequately uh, dislikable thing to get into hell. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, and that is pretty much all we've got time for this week. Wow! Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> I am now about to embark on possibly the slickest, the slickest um, ending to a podcast ever, uh, yeah. because I have got nothing. So what I do usually at this point of the podcast is derail the ending and I think I've become like conditioned so that that's all I'm able to do at the end of a podcast is yeah. to essentially ruin the podcast. <laughs> um, so even when I'm trying not to, I'm unable to not, yeah. not, not, not do that. Does that make sense? It's hard. Makes yeah. Sense. It mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But it was, I think, I think that, Everyone can agree that... Uh, did anyone notice that Nate wasn't here tonight? <laughs> what do you mean? Was he not... What do you mean? What do you mean he wasn't here? Exactly. Exactly. He was what? here in spirit. He was here Wait, in our was hearts. was he not here? No. Where is he? <laughs> Dogging. Flashing his lights. Dogging. Flashing his lights. He seriously, did, did he seriously not turn up? <laughs> I don't know why. Not. I genuinely don't know what joke you're making. Nate wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will be back in two weeks with no guests or um. No, is it the? It's either Quivier or the fifty. It's the Quivier, isn't it? Is it the one where you can't be here? Yeah, I think it's Quivier. Because you're going dogging. I'm. (laughs) I don't. I will actually. I should be around, but it's my two weeks off work. So, if I, you know, little 
break from work, break from uh, so, my job as well. So having having a day off work is enough of an occasion to not be there for a podcast record. Celebrating your third wedding anniversary was not enough. <laughs> uh...